Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Hello and welcome to this week's Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro, and I'm thrilled to bring you somebody who didn't even realize she was going to be recorded right now. So this is as much of maybe a surprise to you as it is to her. So it's uh, kind of fun and I like it that way. It kind of mixes things up a little bit and keeps things uh, very real and authentic. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Jen Gilchrist. First of all, Jen, did I just pronounce that right? You did. Perfect. Yay! Look, that's how little time we've spent together. We have a mutual friend who introduced us and said, you two are, you know, well-connected and have everything in common and the two of you need to talk. And she was exactly right. I've spent a lot of time on her website and doing a bit of homework about her. And uh, so she is, by description, an entrepreneur for about 17 years and a spiritual mentor for the past six. She has gone from a struggling single mom to a six-figure business owner, making money doing what she loves and empowering others to do the same. If you have read anything about my website, you know that's virtually word for word the same thing. So like I said, we are insanely aligned on so many things that I won't even get into, uh, but suffice it to say, we're incredibly aligned. So she's a great supporter of women in ways that are very meaningful to me. She has a very unique approach that I can't wait to get into. And so without further ado, Jen, out of that bit of a bio, is there anything specific about your life that uh, we should know about? All right. Now, is really amazing and I'm just thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for hosting me and I'm excited to chat with your listeners. I guess what I love most of my life is the freedom, freedom to be really just spending my time, energy, and money on the things that I love to do and really empowering others to make their life by design as well so that they can really truly share their gifts and their passions with the world and feel that same fulfillment. So right now, things are wonderful. Excellent. Well, you know, every show starts out the same way, kind of, you know, what was your journey that got you to doing what you're doing right now? The reality is being an entrepreneur for 17 years is no walk in the park. And even when it is a walk in the park, uh, that's only for a little while. And then so sometimes you're, you know, running like your hair's on fire and other times you trip and fall and wind up in the gutter. So I know as an entrepreneur, it is life on a roller coaster. So bring us up to speed with what has uh, led you to be an entrepreneur to begin with, what's led you to doing exactly what you're doing right now and why you're so passionate about it. All right. Well, I like as you said, I've been a, uh, self-employed for the last 17 years as an entrepreneur. I started a hair design business specializing in hair and makeup for brides. And that was really awesome for me. Being a single parent, it gave me flexibility in my time and it was a creative job. And I really loved working with clients that I did. And, but what I would find is by the time I would get off of work, I was just completely exhausted, right? Like I was running around with all these different hats, being the mom, you know, trying to figure out homework, going, you know, dealing with my clients. And by the time I got home, I ended up just extremely overwhelmed, like really burnt out with my mind spinning like a top with a thousand to-do lists. And so while I loved my job and my career, it was just... Um, I was feeling extremely overwhelmed. I was pretty much, my only way to release stress was, let me get to the wine and the chocolate and okay, keep going, just kind of pushing through. 
um, until eventually I hit my burnout point where that was just no longer working for me. I ended up uh, getting into a car accident and having a real wake-up call go on for me that led me to really waking up to realizing that something needed to change. And at that time, it was scary because I had everything going on. You know, I had to still show up every day for my daughter and for my clients and for my life. But I, um, I knew that I needed to make a change. Um, what I was doing was no longer working for me. So, so break that down for me a second, because this has been a common theme over the last couple of months on my podcast. When you say you know you needed to make a change, specifically in what regard? When you say it wasn't working for me, what do you mean by that? Well, I was basically so frazzled and ungrounded. And I didn't even know, I wouldn't even known that, that what that term was. It was yep. just like I was going on overload, right? Pushing, pushing, pushing until literally I was just, one day I... I had a couple of glasses of you know wine with my friend at her party. It was a normal thing. We'd go after dinner, have have some um, a couple of glasses of wine. I felt to be a normal situation after work to let off some steam to come home. And I ended up getting into a car accident that really made me realize that okay, I am really scattered. I can't use wine. I can't use food as my only way to manage my stress. Things are getting out of control. And and really, I had a, a deep. Um, I prayed. You know, I kind of got to this point where I'm like, what am I going to do at this point in my life? I, I didn't know any other way. I didn't know anything about meditation or anything about, you know, getting coaching support or, or anything. I was just doing it on my own. And so from that moment on, I just woke up. Um, I actually had a dream with my grandfather. He came to me in my dream and just reminded me of myself, reminded me that I kind of lost this mind-body-spirit um, connection with myself and that I'm really not alone. And though I have to face the world and I have to do all this, you know, deal with the turmoil that I had created, I wasn't alone. I woke up with this overwhelming sense of peace. And even though I didn't have the answers figured out from that moment on, I was really led on my own, on my own path of awakening to um, what what more there is for me in, in life and other ways that I could get um, support for myself and, and really just shift my whole circle of friends. I mean, everything just really began to change for me very quickly. And how long ago was that, Jen, that that happened? That was about over eight, a little over eight years ago. Okay. All right. So here you have this car wreck and you, you know, realize that unfortunately for a lot of us, it takes whatever our version of hitting rock bottom is, right? Whether a wake up call, some people it's four stage cancer, right? It's, it's something different for everybody of, of literally hitting a brick wall or figuratively rather of saying, okay, is this really working and, and, and is it sustainable? And do you want this to be your way of life for the rest of your life? And in that space of time, there are plenty of people I know listening to this saying, okay, this is exactly how I feel. I don't want to have to wind up in a car wreck to have that epiphany. I want, I want to change it right now. So when you said things, you know, change swiftly, give me a few of the things that you actively did because you didn't just sit back and think, okay, life, correct yourself, right? You actively had to make some significant changes. So give me a couple of the things that right out the gate, you said, you know what, this, this, and this, they're gone. I'm done with that. Well, really, I started, you know, reading a lot about uh, about books and learning how to how to not just run from my life, not how to just go out there and 
keep pushing through. I realized that I had to communicate more clearly with my body. I think that was, um, maybe I wouldn't have worded it like that, but I really started to pay attention to my body's needs and what it was telling me so that I could take care of myself in a way that gave me the energy and the focus and the clarity to manage the day from an empowered place instead of feeling so exhausted. And for me, that looked like reading a lot of books, learning about being present, um, learning mindful tools and how to really uh, breathe and, and ground into my body and actually practice a little bit of just a few minutes of meditation. You know, at first I'm like, is that all woo-woo? I had no idea what that was. I didn't really hear of that before. But really, it's just connecting with your body and creating that clear communication with, okay, what wants to happen right now? And just really starting to call myself, rein myself in and take action in a way that was um, validating to what my needs were so that I could show up for my daughter, so that I could show up for my clients, and that I could, um, I guess, exercise was another thing. I mean, there's lots of things that I brought in, but really, it was. I think it's different for everybody in terms of really just starting to recognize what is it that you actually need to do? What is your body asking of you? Is it needing rest right now? Is it needing to put exercise back on the calendar? Because it tends to be that women our personal care goes right out the window. And so for me, self-care became essential. And that can look different from day to day. So right now, I know that you work with women and you have a couple of programs that we're going to get into here in a second. But obviously, you had to learn how to do this for yourself before you could coach and work with other to be, women to be able to help them to do the same. So in, in this transition of going from, you know, applying this to yourself and gaining your own wisdom to transitioning to teaching others, what have been some things that you have learned along the way in working with other women that are really valuable in saying, hey, uh, you're not alone. Here's some kind of commonalities that we all share in our struggles. And wh what, are, what are some of those things, I guess I'm asking, that you recognize as patterns that women get caught up in that are some things right now that you'd say, hey, if this is what you're feeling, here's a couple of ideas for you that, you know, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's exercise, but here are some things right now to let you know that you're not alone and that you can probably uh, start today that will be helpful? Well, I think that the common themes that I notice uh, amongst women and, and myself, you still have to think about this all the time, is not, you know, making sure that you're not putting yourself last on list. So it seems like everybody else gets their needs met before the mom or before the woman does. Typically we have, that's a uh, similar pattern of just not prioritizing ourselves and our own needs and feeling selfish about it, almost just feeling like it's, oh my gosh, I'd feel guilty. I feel like women, that we have to work through a little bit of feeling guilty to allow themselves a space to say, hey, I need some time for myself. And, and that's just something that is a huge pattern. And for me also, I think speaking up in relationships, I, I notice a, a, a I don't work in relationships necessarily, but a background theme of the women that I work with tends to be having, you know, unhealthy relationships with their communication with their partners, not really being able to speak up and share vulnerably, you know, what their needs are and what, uh, what they desire. And so I really, what I help people do is connect back with, you know, what is it that you desire? You know, bringing yourself back to what is it that I need? What would make me happy today? What are some things that fill up my love cup? And just start brainstorming a list of some of the things that, um, that bring you joy. Maybe it's just reading a book or maybe there's a, some crafting that you like to do. Or, you know, what are some of the things that you feel like, I wish I could do, but I don't make time for? Because what I notice is if you don't make time for some of those things, the resentment can start to build up. And then that can start to um, create a lot of energy drain and a lot of conflict within your communication with your family and with your loved ones. 
And, you know, I agree with you. I think it's interesting that when people fill out their calendar for the day, the week, the month, the year, or their life, but usually life doesn't happen. Uh, we're lucky if we can make it out to a calendar for the week, but it's scheduling all the things that we have to do or that we feel we have to do versus the things that we love to do. And I'm glad that you are talking about this and your program. I'm looking in, um, in a second, I'm going to have Jen give this website out. Um, but she has this uh, program. It's a six weeks on here. And week four is Embody Your Bliss, which I'm sure is uh, partially what you're talking about right now. And it's so crucially important that I think it's so commonly overlooked is you're not going to have a fulfilling life if all you're doing is checking the box of the stuff you have to do and you're never addressing or speaking to your joy and your creativity and what makes your heart sing. So I'm glad that this is a big part of your program and it's obviously what you're uh, coaching around. Your next week I want you to talk about, which is yes to yourself. So give me a couple of things that you personally do that make sure that you keep that yes to yourself in check. I try to bring as much balance and it's, you know, it's not possible every single day, but each week at least daily is great to just set time aside to, I love Zumba. Like starting my day with Zumba makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm, I'm honoring and loving myself. I love to spend some time, um, Meditation for me is a big thing because that's where I can really connect with my inner desires. It's like I, I allow myself some space during that time to journal and just write about, you know, what would I like to have? What would I like for myself this year? What would I like for myself this week? You know, just kind of really keeping myself connected to my um, my own stirrings of my heart so that I don't lose sight of that um, and become miserable, really, right? When we don't have anything fun going on to look forward to, it's very miserable. So for me, I just create the space to give to myself. And um, lately, a fun thing that we've been doing is painting. My daughter and I have been having, and my mom sometimes comes too, where we do paint nights together because creativity really sparks that presence. It sparks that ability to be, you know, not in the future worrying, not in the past um, feeling bad that we didn't get enough done yesterday. It allows us to be very present with what we're doing and, and again, connects you to the that, to that joy and that passion so that you can have the clarity to know what is it that I truly desire. I think that's really important to, to keep asking yourself. I, I agree. And another aspect here that I want you to chat more about, because it's, I think, one of the greatest misnomers about meditation, that for those folks that think it's woo-woo or haven't ever spent really much time in that space, if you will, at least consistently, I think the biggest misconception is when people say, I don't have time for that, I'm just entirely too busy, is that the reality is if you devote 20 minutes or uh, you know, at least 10 a day to completely stopping the input, stopping the outside noise, stopping the, the phones and the emails and the television and everything else that bombards you to just straight silence of, to exactly what you said, listening to what is happening within yourself in this moment, that those 10 minutes or those 20 minutes or that half an hour that you devote to that per day, don't you find that you get back so much more on the back end of your day because of that, that it actually didn't cost you anything. It actually brought you so much more productive time because of the amount of clarity that you have because of that, only because of that. So much clarity. Very true. And, and I can offer a quick tool for your uh, viewers of, of a way to get started because it really is. It's even if, it, even if it's five minutes, start with five minutes, but 10 or 20 is amazing because you're going to get to where you love it. And this is going to be your time for you. I think I guarantee you'll enjoy it because 
you, you can't get through the day. It's like you have such a more inspired action list that bubbles up and, and, and clarity and how you can actually accomplish all that you have to do. And it definitely happens much easier. But one tool that I teach my clients specifically, it's called the TLC body meditation. And it's a really easy acronym. You just start and you just kind of sit and breathe with your feet flat on the ground. I like that. So you can really communicate and just really get present with your body. And you just start breathing a few deep breaths. And you might want to place your hand on your heart or your belly so you can really just connect and be present and notice that breathing. And then the first thing I do is for T stands for talk. You want to talk to your body. What is it that you need? So you're talking to your, 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 yourself, your body, your spirit. You're saying, what do I need to feel in balance and energized today? Or what would be most in alignment for me to um, have clarity on what I need to get done today? Or whatever it is specifically you want to know. You just breathe with that. And then the next, the L stands for listen. You want to listen, right? So often people, we're always, we're talking or chatting or we're praying or however you do that, however you send your request out, lots of times it's just in the form of worry, but we forget to have the quiets of mind to, to listen. And that's really what meditation is for me is it's a lot about listening and allowing um, the answers to drop in, the answers that you have and that you know. And then the C is just committing to do it. So I try to make a relationship of just the talk, listen, and commit to what your body's needs are, even if it's just for five minutes a day. And it might be that you need to walk right now. It might be that you need to scrap work for a minute. And it might be that, oh, I've got an amazing new idea of how uh, this can happen for me, whatever it is project-wise you're working on. So just let yourself be surprised. And it's that space in between that allows uh, the focus and the energy and the enthusiasm to start to come through. So Jen, I'm sure that you have based on this, and I appreciate you doing that, by the way, first of all, let me say that was not planned and I'd even ask her to. So thank you for sharing that gift. That was lovely. And, and I think that it's certainly a great uh, tool for people who have never meditated that think it is crazy and woo, or I can't stop the mental chatter to just think about what Jen said in talk, listen, and commit that. I think that's something that anybody, no matter where you are, what your belief structure is, we can all do. So I appreciate you doing that and walking us through that. Since this is such a mindful practice of yours and has been for um, now nearly a decade, walk me through, I'm sure you have a morning ritual that from the, the time that you uh, start to stir and wake up in bed until, you know, let's say an hour to an hour and a half into your day, what does that look like for you? A oh, great question, uh, and I think it's definitely the key to key to success for me and happiness in my life, and and just business ideas, etc. As I really wake up and immediately start with, I like I've been doing some hot water with lemon lately, and making myself a green smoothie or something that really fuels my body. Usually, first thing. And then I tend to either sometimes go take a walk or do a Zumba class or something that's physical with my body, even if it's just a few minutes. And then I like to just spend about 20 minutes meditating. So the whole thing could be an, the first hour of my day where I really set my own intention. And when I meditate, I, I just ground and connect with my body like I shared with you. But then I take it a step further and I really, I connect with my, my intuition has opened up immensely. My my own inner um, guidance system. And it's something else I love to teach people that we all have. We all have this inner knowing within us. So at that time, I tap into that connection with my my higher self. And I really allow myself to set the intention for the day. How do I want to feel? And I include, this is a 
key thing for women, I think, too. And I'm glad that you made me say this because I don't always remember. And that is that you set your intention for your day and the things that you have to get done, but also how you want to feel doing it. You know, sometimes we can set the tone for like, oh my gosh, I have all this stuff to get done. But if we instead set our intention from an empowered place and say, you know, I want to have fun today. I want to, um, you know, feel excited and enthusiastic about this content. I want it to be easy. Like just kind of talking to yourself out and visualizing for just maybe a few minutes about how you would love your day to go in a perfect world. <laughs> and then just really ask for that if you have any higher power belief that you believe in. You can give it up to that support and ask for that guidance to come through and support you in your day. And when I do that, my day by far goes so much more smooth. And in fact, so many times you get wonderful surprises because you've asked and you've opened up the opportunity for universe, this is what I want. <laughs> you know, God, this is what I want. However you look at that for yourself. And you just, you take a step by empowering yourself as opposed to the days that I roll over and click on my phone and look on my Facebook or check on my emails before I even set my own day. Those days tend to keep me now running after trying to play catch up as opposed to coming into my own space and saying, this is, this is how I want my day to go. And then sure, there are things that we have or responsibilities that we need to care, take care of, but you're going to go into it with a much more grounded sense of focus and, um, and I think that you'll really be surprised at how simple that is and how much of a profound effect it has on how your day goes. Well, you know what's funny about this, Jen, is the fact that you had no idea that exactly two weeks ago today, my entire show was me being interviewed on the topic of intention and visualization. <laughs> so when I say <laughs> we couldn't be more aligned without even realizing it, oh, no, no, we're very aligned. So, so see, audience, if you listened to two weeks ago's show, I wasn't kidding. That's exactly how it goes. So I'm glad to see you and I start our day off the exact same way. And you're exactly right. Without that, um, my day being chaotic, I step back and say, well, I clearly planned for that because I had no plan. <laughs> so chaos may as well show up because I had no other intention other than whatever life was going to throw my way. And that's just not a way to, uh, it's just not a way to be. It's not a way to live and it's certainly not a way to have a fulfilling, um, successful, however you uh, deem success, uh, successful life. So I love it. And thank you for sharing your, uh, like I said, so spot on. It's, uh, I could talk to you for days on end. So for those folks that want to learn even more and hear not just steps four and five, but all of them and get involved with the programs that you offer. And there's more than what I've just listed here. This will also be in show notes, but please let everybody know how they can get in touch with you and uh, a couple of the things that you do offer. Okay. Uh, you can check out my website at Empowered Women's, W-O-M-A-N-S, leadership.com, empoweredwomansleadership.com. And you'll be able to look around there at some of the different offerings I have. Uh, you... In terms of, did you ask me what I have to offer? So I do have a free gift. For those of you that are really looking for a sense of, what do I want to do with my life, right? Like, I know that I really got a shift in my career has begun to happen since my daughter, when she was about 15 and started having more of her own time, you know, and now she is since off in college. It's like, okay, now it's time. What do I want to have? You know, all of a sudden I have all this time, but I didn't know what it is I wanted to create next. And so if that's you and you have this real calling in your heart to make a difference in the world or be in some way of service and you know that you have some gifts to offer, but you may not be clear what they are, I have a wonderful uh, gift for you that you might like that is at empoweredwomansleadership.com forward slash 
soul gift. And there'll be some, uh, there's seven steps to soul success. And really that can be applied just to life, to business, to, to anything. So I really think they're completely intertwined. So I think you would enjoy that. And there's definitely opportunities. I have lots of different ways to work with me um, one-on-one in group programs. I have lots of home courses. The one that I believe uh, Michelle was referring to is the Reclaim Energy and Balance and Inspiration in Your Life and Business. And that's a really wonderful, uh, wonderful way to get started as well. You can always email me if you'd like to directly as well so that we can have a conversation and see how I might be able to further support you. Perfect. Thank you. And like I said, all of this will be on show notes, so it'll be easy for you just to jump on there and click and go right to her site and uh, learn more. You you uh, will be spending your time very wisely, I can assure you of that. So, so we are coming down to the final couple of minutes here, and I always close every show with the same two questions for everybody. So one is, in your journey thus far in life uh, that has gotten you to exactly where you are now, if you could muster everything that you have up and dole out one piece of advice, one piece of advice that you consider to be a game changer for folks, what would that be? Just to not, just allow yourself to really follow your heart and your dreams. If you have a dream in your heart and there's something that you know that you desire, whether it's for yourself personally or in your business or in your life, don't give up because if you can dream it and see it, you can have it. You're a powerful, powerful person. You're a powerful creator and you deserve to have everything that you desire. And I just encourage you to keep going and following your bliss because that will lead you in the right direction every single time. Perfect. And final question. Out of everything, if there is one thing that you absolutely believe to be true, what is that? I believe to be true that... In my heart, I know that I can, I feel just the, the same thing I just said. I have to say, I feel like so excited. I wish everyone would just know you are so powerful. You have everything you need within you. Just knowing that no, I have the power to create what I want to create in life and know that I can trust my inner roadmap and my own inner guidance system to take me there. That is just such a gift that I wish that I could bestow upon everybody to really believe and have confidence within about themselves is that you have everything you need within you and you are supported and guided along the way. So just know that um, nothing is out of reach. Well, Jen, I cannot imagine a better message. It's uh, truly my mantra as well. So you could not have closed this show down any better than what you just did. So thank you so much for sharing your time, your energy, your passion, your wisdom with my audience. I know they appreciate it and I appreciate it immensely. So you've got to keep up the great work and keep, uh, keep those words of wisdom out there. They're greatly needed. And really thank you for the support of women. Um, there's not enough out there doing that. So so uh, keep it up. I appreciate it. And I really look forward to chatting with you again sometime very soon. So thank you. Thank you, too. I so appreciate this opportunity to connect with your guests and, and you're doing wonderful work in the world as well. So I'm so glad we met. <laughs> ah, same here. And uh, thanks, everybody, to listening yet again to this week's Game Changer podcast. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.